Hi, my loves. My name is Ruby Lee, entrepreneur, digital nomad, croissant-obsessed, free spirit, and founder of the Own Your Hustle movement. And this is the Own Your Hustle podcast. Here, you'll be so motivated to start that business you've always wanted to, grow it unapologetically, and go all in earning powerfully with ease and grace. I'm so excited that you're here and listening in, and I'm so grateful that you made it. So welcome to the Own Your Hustle way of life, full of freedom, a dose of woo-woo, and plenty of random tangent laughs along the way. (laughs) You know, I started my company working nine to five too as a recruiter. I was working for a ventures-based business in the urban cool city of Melbourne, Australia. And today I'm traveling the world, young family in tow, working with the most amazing humans ready to build a career and life by design. Strap in my love, you are about to binge on all of the most incredible guests that I bring onto this podcast. And guess what? They started their businesses through purpose and calling, mostly while still working a day job. Let me also share this. I called my company Own Your Hustle as a reminder for us daily that we get to love our soul-led hustle. Own our decisions to go big. Stop playing small. Create with joy. Take the risk. Say yes to adventure. And from time to time, be okay with those meltdown moments. These episodes are filled with joy and strategy, spirituality and business, tactical tips, big picture concepts, musings, and of course, some of that ruby colored energy. So if you're ready, I'm ready. Let's get started. Hi, listeners. Welcome back to another episode. And here we are in August 2020. Oh my gosh, hasn't 2020 just thrown us so many curveballs? So many of us having gone through big emotional ups and downs and so much that we're dealing with at such a huge scale. And I just wanted to let you all know that my thoughts and my prayers and my support is always out to the wider community. And I hope you're doing well. How are you doing? How are you doing? And I'm glad that you're tuning in and listening. If if it's a certain way to stay connected to one another, I am always so grateful, you know, to feel a little bit closer to what everybody else is going through in some way, shape or form. So today I want to dive into some cool strategy work, but it's sort of strategy with the flow and hence why I've named this podcast episode, how to launch a brand new course. So really more so with the view of adding it to your product suite, rather it being just your only and first product. Although, you know, a lot of what I discussed today will be able to help you, but how to do it with flow and with ease. So before we jump in, I wanted to, as usual, have a bit of a chat to all of you. July as a recap month has been so amazingly fantastical for me and in my business, but also for so many of my clients in my masterminds, my private clients, my membership. It's just so amazing to hear how so many of you are thriving throughout the course of quarantine. And if you feel like that's just not happening for me, Rubes, like, I don't know what you're talking about. Just know that everybody goes through different seasons. Okay. But in, in a bit of a nutshell, July has been biggest month ever for our business. And this is more so in terms of cash received. And it also is our fourth consecutive 100K sales month. So, so grateful that I'm in an industry that continues to blossom and to bloom and to grow despite, you know, what a lot of traditional industries are experiencing right now. And it's part of the beauty I feel of being in I guess at the forefront of what the next 
phase or the next, the future phase of what jobs and industry looks like out there. So for all of you that have started your online coaching businesses and online service-based businesses, we are definitely at the forefront of it. And that makes me very, very excited. It's been juxtaposed in July with the energy of my world right now. You know, I returned to Melbourne in March 2020 and like many of us who have traveled full time or at least had a big chunk of travel in your life and to do with business, it felt immediately strange to, pardon the pun, have our wings clipped. And more so, in the last 24 hours, the government here in Victoria has announced that stage four lockdown is happening. You know, we definitely have felt the measures come into play over the last six weeks. We've been in stage three for some time. Now it's almost like a a sense of being a very policed state. You know, door knocks are happening by the cops and curfew is now in play. We're only allowed out for an hour a day. We can only travel within a five-kilometre radius or a three-mile radius of home if it falls under certain criteria. So it's not like we can even just hop in the car and go for a leisurely drive around the neighborhood. It only has to be for certain reasons. There's so many other rules that have come into play. And I think the one that affects us the most is no childcare, no schools. So this is the state of play for the next six weeks, all in the effort to cut down the cases of coronavirus in Victoria in Australia, which is the state that I live in. And, you know, this definitely isn't about feeling sorry for myself. It's not even about whether this is the right or the wrong decision, but merely just an observation of the energy of my hometown at the moment. And, you know, what is usually the culture capital of Australia is now a complete ghost town. The people here heavy. We're sad. We're walking around a little bit aimless and slower. And we can't even really smile at one another, you know, with the masks on. I feel like there's just been such an avoidance of human connection and eye contact right now. And the general feeling of confinement is now the real deal. I was at the park the other day, not that parks are open, but, you know, just having the kids ride their bikes. And I struck up a conversation with one of the dads who was just hanging about and, you know, we miraculously made eye contact and just, you know, gravitated towards one another. And I was like, hey, how's things going? And he's just like, oh, man, it's so hard. He's like, I've been hanging out here for three hours just letting him ride And the area that I live in is inner city. So there's a lot of suburban apartments and he's like having two kids in a small apartment just is enough to tip both me and my wife over the edge. And I'm like, yes, yes, I know exactly what you mean. So he goes, literally, I'm out here. You know, the kid just rides his bike for three hours. I listen to a Joe Rogan podcast and it is just my little bit of sanity for the day. And I was thinking, gosh, like even that now we're not allowed to do like only an hour. We have to be, you know, seen to be active and things like that. So 
Whew. I know, like, I definitely have taken some greater steps to strengthen my mindset practice, definitely deepening my journaling exercises, reaching into that spiritual toolkit that I have, and also really set an intention to work out more. I manifested some weights. So on my Instagram stories, I was talking about how I went on this mission to go and find some like some weights for working out. And I specifically wanted an eight kilogram dumbbell or kettlebell and a 15 kilogram kettlebell to just complement my workouts. And everybody that saw me do that live on my stories, they said, Rubes, like all the weights are sold out. You're not going to find them wherever you're going to go. You're not going to find them. And I was like, just you wait, just you wait, Mr. Higgins, just you wait. Um, for those of you know, that know that reference, I love you. But anyway, so I went out and we went to two shops. And by the time we hit the second shop, guess what was waiting for me? Uh, everything had pretty much sold out except an eight kilogram kettlebell and a 16 kilogram kettlebell. And just moments like that puts the biggest smile on my face. Like universe, I put the order in. Thank you. Thank you for saving those two, especially for me. So I'm going to be working out a lot more. I've created mini projects around the house um, outside of business just to create that balance. I'm even having some fun dinner dates that me and my girlfriends have planned over Zoom. We're going to order the same Thai meal from our favorite Thai restaurant, have a, a glass of wine and just have a bestie catch up. It's things like this that helps us really stay the course, stay balanced, be gentle and kind to each other, you know, especially during this time when it can just feel, oh, like, you know, it's just like everything's boiling to a certain point and, just stay really, stay really true to yourself and, you know, be gentle with yourself during this time. Okay. So one thing that I did share in stories was one of the tools that I use in journaling that really helps me see things from a whole new perspective. And it looks like this. I'll try and describe it as best as possible. So draw a line down the middle of your A4 page or any size page. And on one side, you're going to have my thoughts. And you are going to spill out all the dark thoughts, everything that is feeling very heavy for you at the moment. I feel unsupported. I feel like my partner isn't stepping up to the plate. I feel like my life is in shambles. I feel unclear. You know, even things like I feel unhealthy. I don't like looking at myself in the mirror, whatever it is, spill it all out. Just let it out, babe. You know, it's just, it's full moon energy anyway. Like we've just, as you're listening to this, you may have just come out of the full moon energy. There's always a shadow period and it always feels somewhat heavy during this time. But on the other side of the column, I want you to write my reality. And here you're going to counteract the thoughts that you had in your head with what is actually going on. So I did this in last night in about five minutes. It doesn't need to take too long, but it's enough for you to look at things and to reframe what is actually right in front of you. You know, the moments that you think, oh my God, you know, things are just getting really like super hard at the moment. Okay. So an example is I wrote down um, that there's no childcare two kids is full on at home and I won't be able to fully focus and to serve my clients to the best of my ability. And I also, you guys have a full book of clients. I am completely at capacity. So my Monday to Thursdays are just so packed out that having two kids around 
the thought of it sounds so heavy because it's not just not having help. I mean, I've got Mike who helps me, but it's the mum guilt, you know, like, oh my gosh, I should be doing so much more. It's the wifey guilt that I should be, you know, giving my husband a break, but I'm on calls pretty much all day. So I wrote down my reality and I said this, I haven't had childcare up until five weeks ago. So fact, you guys, I've built my business pretty much homeschooling Teddy all of last year whilst we were traveling. And even before that, he was only in childcare like two days a week, but he was still really little back then and had lots of naps. So up until five weeks ago, I've had childcare. And you know what? Mike and I have always had a really great partnership and we've had a common understanding around how we flow and how we work together in our business. So I wrote that down saying we will always help each other out and there's always an understanding that what we do is in great balance with our business and with our family life. And even just seeing something like that on paper made me feel so much better. So try this, my thoughts on one side, my reality on the other side, and I know how much it's going to help you. So many of you have already messaged me off Instagram saying, thank you. I really needed this journaling exercise. It's a practical prompt, but it's one that can really, really keep you grounded. Okay. Let's dive into the crux of the core, the epicenter of today's focus. We're going to be talking about launching a brand new course, entering a new product into your product suite with ease and with flow. Now, can I just say straight away, we can all overcomplicate the F out of things when it comes to launching, right? I know I can definitely relate to this. This was me. I had put in certain layers into my launch process that at this is at the start of my business journey that I thought I had to do because I had quite honestly overcomplicated the whole thing because one minute I'm watching Marie Folio, the next minute I'm watching Amy Porterfield, the next minute I'm watching Brendan Bouchard, the next minute I'm watching a thing on funnels by Russell Brunson. I mean, by the time I was done with all these like amazing influences in the industry, you should have seen how Frankenstein-y my launch and product process was. It was a fucking mess, you guys. I was like, did I just spew onto a canvas and think this was going to (laughs) work? That's how it felt. So, you know, this episode is really focused on the flow and the ease of launching rather than the ins and outs of the strategy. Although I will be covering um, certainly parts of the strategy as well, and I'll be talking about my launch strategy in other episodes that are coming up. So let's talk about rituals in business. This is my brand new spirituality in business mindset course. It's the first ever spiritual product that I've added into my suite of products. This may come as a surprise, especially if you are mostly a podcast listener and you know how spiritual a person I am and how much I love law of attraction, manifestation, and believing that the universe has our back. But in all of my products, I've always talked about elements of spirituality, but I've never had just a full out and out product about this. And so I put it out to the universe that I was going to be launching something like this. And I have had the flowiest, easiest, most abundant launch I have 
ever had. This by far is my favorite launch of 2020 and so much contributed to this. And I want to talk about this today, but I also opened up to questions on my Instagram stories, asking you guys who have observed me launch this product, what questions do you have around launching with flow and ease? So throughout this episode, I'm going to be calling out those individuals and giving you guys a shout out. And there were actually six questions that I have picked that I think would be really beautiful and notable for this episode. So the first one comes from Monica Strutz. So shout out, Mon. It's so great to have you inside Rituals of Business. Monica asks, how did you get the courage to finally do a course like this and fully step into your truth? Oh, I love this question. So I think it should start from this point. And I don't know if many of you know this, Did you know that about a year and a half ago, I launched a course called The Spirited Side Hustler? At this point, I had felt so ready to do something somewhat spiritual because I was obsessed with spirituality and I was brand new into it. And I knew the power that it had over my life and business at that point, even though I was so early on in it. And I wanted to share with everybody what it did for my business. But even a year ago, I still felt like I was very much learning how to embody it in my spiritual practice. And I was still just learning about the tools. So rather than actually fully having it lead and guide my business, I knew it at tools level, but hadn't practically fully used it in my business. So after launching the Spirited Side Hustler, and mind you, I launched it for all of three days, three days, I felt immediately disconnected to it full of imposter syndrome, full of fear. And I remember after jumping off a certain live stream where I was talking about the spirited side hustler, I felt so emotional that I bawled my eyes out and I said to Mike, I don't want to do this. And I feel like what we need to do is to pull the launch. So I did the unthinkable and I pulled the whole product, the whole launch. I refunded the few people that had signed up or I had exchanged the enrollment fee for something else instead in my business. And immediately I felt like I had made the right decision. It wasn't about feeling defeated or feeling like I had let the fear take over. It was truly like a Rubes, like we know we want to do this, but we're not quite ready for it yet. And this decision felt really good at the time. And you know what? Like, I'll be honest, I felt very almost ashamed to talk about pulling a launch at that point. I'd never done it before at that at, at that level. And I even had a few people say to me, what happened to that? Because you guys remembered it and I had not fully seen it all the way through. And I remember saying to a few people, just one-to-one who had asked me on DMs, yeah, I actually ended up pulling the launch and we had discussions in there, but I had never really talked about it fully, especially on like a podcast, for example, because I didn't really know how to talk about it. And it's funny, a year and a half on as I'm launching Rituals in Business, this feels like a great time to consolidate all the learnings and the hindsight that, you know, I've experienced. And it's just been a really beautiful full circle moment. So fast forward to a year and a bit, the courage to launch something like this, as Monica has asked, it wasn't just a 
a head thing. It wasn't like, oh, I think I should launch this or, you know, in my mind strategically it fit in my product suite or it wasn't an analysis or a data collection type thing where so-and-so or 50% of my audience are asking for a spiritual course. Like none of that had really come into play. It was a deep knowing And the more that I study spirituality and, you know, I explore different modalities in my spiritual practice, the more I'm starting to really recognize and see that I am very, very, very clear cognizant. So it's clear cognizant is one of the least, I should say, most abstract clairs to pin down. Like if you're clairvoyant, you can see certain things. If you know you are clear feeling, you can feel like goosebumps or you can feel a presence around you. Claircognizant is like an all-knowing and this is the right decision and, and the right choice. So a lot of my knowing came from almost a a feeling that a lot of my clients, my private clients, even my masterminds, they were just constantly wanting to pick my brain on my spiritual practice and my mindset practice. So this was sort of the first knowing. It was like a knock on the door of, okay, girlfriend, it could be time. And this is your soul work. And whenever I journal, I found I was journaling towards stepping more into my spiritual truth and owning that piece of my journey so much more because I've done so much work on the strategic side and I've grown my business beautifully through a strategy that works and connects to my soul, but I have yet to actually teach what that means. So I started to share this more with the collective and, you know, almost this knowing of I signed an agreement with my guides. I signed an agreement with the universe that I would be going through this pathway, that I would be discovering things about my own spiritual practice that I know a lot of you as entrepreneurs and coaches are also on this journey and also equally so intrigued and so hungry for this sort of content. So I had asked in journaling and meditation, I asked for clarity on what a spiritual course would look like if I were to launch something. And it was a super casual conversation with the universe. You know, I was like, okay, I'm in, I'm in the shower. You know, you guys know I have conversations in the shower with, with the universe. And I said, what would it look like? And suddenly I started sketching out on the steam, you know, on the, on the glass panel. It had all steamed up and I wrote the name rituals, R-I-C-H-U-A-L-S in business, B-U, the S was a dollar sign business, right? And I looked at it and I thought to myself, what? this is amazing. What? I love the name of it. I love where the dollar sign is at. I mean, it's like a connection between this and what I and how I would define feeling rich and how it links to my rituals and and how it links to business. And I got so excited. I turned off the, the water in the shower. I threw a towel on. I went to my study in my towel and it was freezing. It's cold in Melbourne at the moment. And I sat there writing the structure of the course, including the transformation statement, writing out, you know, the exact modules. I wrote out who it was for. I wrote out who it wasn't for, basically the entire way that I teach writing a course. And I wrote down the pricing. I could see clearly that I wanted three tiers, tier one, course only, tier two, course and community. And tier three was like a private coaching 
all embodiment of working with me as a private coach for 33 days. That was the other thing that came out. And I tell you what, it felt like I was writing for hours and hours, but it was only 20 minutes and my hair was still dripping wet. So it was kind of gross by the end of it. I'm like, okay, I'm actually cold now, but this is what I mean by flow. I didn't wait to get dressed. I didn't overthink it. I didn't, I just, I just took the opportunity and there was an urgency to it, like a divine download. My hand couldn't stop writing. I, I wrote it all on a notepad, like hand wrote the whole thing. And, you know, Mike came in, he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, shh, 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 I'm listening. I'm listening. And he's like, okay, tiptoed out the room backwards, you know? And I was like, hang on, I'll come back to you. And it was just, oh my gosh, just so beautifully done. Can you guys hear the energy behind it? And I burst out of the the door and I said to Mike, okay, okay, I'm going to get changed, but please read this. And I threw the notepad at him and I was like, what, tell me what comes up for you as you're reading this. So, you know, a couple of minutes later came out and he's like, love it. And he's like, I'm already starting the sales page. And I'm like, no, wait, it's not even about that. Like I'll put the sales page together and I know exactly what the logo is going to look like. So give me an hour and I'll put that together. I designed the logo in Canva. I designed the, I wrote the whole entire sales page. I wrote, I did the design of the sales page itself in, in, uh, Kartra, which is our system. And then I basically just got him to like review it, change a few buttons around. It happened so fast. And all of this was done with so much flow and ease. You know, we're right at the tail end of the course now and we have over 65 paid enrollments. We close on the 5th. So if you're listening to this live, we have a couple more days for you to join Rituals in Business. It's so transformational. The people in there are freaking loving it. So if this is calling to you, please come and join. This is the last call on the podcast for you to join. And, you know, we're celebrating a multiple five-figure launch in Rituals and Business. Unlike some more of my structured launches, which I also love, don't get me wrong, this one had a very different energy to it. This was almost like a desire from the depths of my soul to share this with the world. And it, oh, it's just so incredible. It, it, it just puts the biggest smile on my face. My soul is literally glowing from this product. I am loving it so, so much. And I know it will continue to give back to thousands more, thousands of other students. Okay. I was asked by Eloise at Eloise Jazz. How do you want to feel when you are just ready to launch? What do you do to get there? So in this case, it was all divine downloads. You know, I couldn't stop writing and creating Canva tiles and bringing that vision to life. It wasn't about strategizing, you know, on post-it notes as I would usually do or in my Trello board. It wasn't about drawing up long and lengthy launch plans, although that 100% happens in my business. This time it was, I still did a launch plan, but it was just a very basic, you know, 101 step one, step two, step three, this is going to happen over 10 days. And I'm just going to follow flow each day, go live for three days here, go live on Instagram for the rest of it and talk about it on my podcast. It was so easy in my mind how I was going to put this together. You know what it felt like? You know, it's like your favorite recipe. You know it so well that you can almost take little mini shortcuts and it still ends up being so good. You know, like only the chef who knows their recipe that well has these modifications. Like it felt like that. 
I also did want to, so in order to answer your question, Eloise, like how did I feel ready to launch? As part of my way of launching, I always want to validate my ideas with my community. So I started to ask and I started to share that this was really on my heart, my soul, and that there was a spiritual course coming and that I wanted to co-create it with everybody. So I led myself into the early stages of the course launch by deciding to host a three-day free series inside of my Facebook groups. You, you guys might remember it's called Called Into Remembrance. And actually, if you do want to sign up, I might leave the link in the show notes below because you can still access those videos. And man, they were so good. You'll be actually able to see the fire that's in these trainings and just how much it was just meant to happen at this time. And, you know, as part of this series, I asked my Facebook group to, you know, comment. So as I was delivering a free live stream, um, I would ask them questions continuously, you know, about that certain topic. So we did one topic about being seen. We did another topic about money. We did another topic about, you know, really truly stepping into your true self and your true being and what's stopping you from doing that and finding your most authentic you. And I would take their comments and I could see the themes. And this is like that clear cognizance of like, this comment is going to do so well on your Instagram live. And this comment should go on the sales page. And this comment should go into an Instagram post that's, you know, using their questions and the way that they've posed something is really going to help magnetize more people your way. So it really helped, you know, guide me around how I was going to design my future course. Now, one of the things that I also do is all of my brand new courses are completely co-designed and co-created by my audience. So even up till now, we are one week into rituals in business, which my gosh, like this whole time has flown by so fast. I did my training live into the group. And you should have seen the Zoom room. Like there were so many squares, like there were four pages of people in the Zoom room that I had to like flick through. It was unbelievable. And I was delivering the course live. And then within that day, I had a meditation for everybody, which is called the In Your Shadow Meditation. So freaking powerful, all to do with rewiring, you know, a lot of our inner subconscious beliefs. And then I had a three-page workbook, which is pretty much all ready to go now. But that's the co-creation part. I didn't have any of it ready before I launched. And I continue to do this with my audience. I continue to co-create with them. So, you know, this sense of feeling ready is almost from within. It's not about having all the workbooks and everything done and prepared in order for me to go out there and do something like this. So I hope that answers your question, Eloise. And a lot of it comes down to asking, 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 and you don't need a huge community to validate your um, your thoughts or your ideas. That's not what I'm trying to say here. You can do it with a small focus group. You can do it by asking one to two very, you know, select people who are in your niche to also validate that for you. And you might even not want another human being to validate it. You could just decide that that's what you want to do and that's what feels great. Do that. But turning up the volume to universal direction in whatever form that comes in, in meditation, in speaking to others, in expanders, in books that are coming your way, turning up the volume 
to your universal walkie-talkie and being able to readily know that it's time to launch is what we're aiming for. So everything felt really lined up energetically, felt really, really beautiful. Okay, the third question I have is from Korea in Focus. And Korea in Focus asked me, how do crystals come into play with launches? Now, you know that I love my crystal babies. Like I buy a lot of them. I own a lot of crystals. I buy, I gift a lot of crystals to my clients as well. It's something that I truly enjoy being around their energies and really tuning into what they can do as part of and to complement the energy work you're already doing. One thing to know is I'm not reliant on my crystals to give me the energy. It merely amplifies it. So here's how I would use my crystals. I look at my collection. Some of them are, you know, raw pieces. Some of them are tumble stones. Some of them are really big feature pieces. And I'll look at my entire collection and I will say to the universe, help me select the ones that I'm meant to be drawn to for the theme of this launch. And I look up their meaning. So let's say I pull a a rose quartz, which I did for this launch. I also pulled a crystal quartz and I pulled a... um, a blue lace agate. So they were the three that I had. And I said to myself, wow, like look at the messages that's come through these crystals. So, you know, rose quartz is all about leading from the heart, unconditional love, loving yourself and forgiving yourself. It's a very gentle, very loving heart chakra energy. Crystal quartz was to really amplify my message. And I saw the crystal quartz as a way that the universe was going to help me launch this without all the bells and the whistles that I could fully and only show up in my message and the universe would do the rest to get it out there to the world. And the blue lace agate was a very soothing stone for my throat chakra in order for me to speak my truth. And these three ingredients just, wow, now that I really reflect and think back on it, what a beautiful trio to launch rituals and business. And, you know, it's something that I also will do to set an intention for the rest of the launch using their energies and really bringing that to focus. There have been other launches where I've just hardcore pulled like prosperity, money, abundance. And, you know, it's all like your, your green stones, your citrines, your pyrites, uh, you know, those sorts of stones. That's like very money attraction. Interestingly, this one was about heart attraction. And this was about really speaking to, you know, individuals around opening up their heart chakras and being open to what rituals meant for their business as well. Okay, I got um, these three others that I picked are very similar in regards to the type of questions that they'd all asked. So let's shout out uh, Fit and Fun Mum, Michelle Gordon, asking, how do you coordinate all the front and back end stuff and not getting overwhelmed in the doing? So to have a flowy and easy launch, you still do need to have the structure of your business set up to a certain point, which is why this episode isn't really focused on those for those of you who haven't got any structure, you still need the divine masculine. You need the structure to help the feminine flow do her thing. So the structure for me looks like 
a system, Kartra, is my all-in-one system that I have in play, which is, you know, my payment system, my course hub, my customer service area, my payments, like all of it sits under this one umbrella. I also have amazing human beings that support the platform. I mean, Michael, he's like my OBM, my COO, my co-founder, basically the backbone of the business who really helps run the operations of it. I also have uh, Jessa who really helps me push out uh, any sort of social media repurposing work. So having done three, no, I did more than that. I think I ended up doing about six live streams in total, three on Instagram, three on Facebook. She would take bits of that content and repurpose it for Instagram, for example, and my LinkedIn company page. So setting that up is important. And then just leaning back and listening to what messages come through because you as the coach, as the brand pillar, as the personal brand that's representing your company, it's up to you to send the message out there. And ultimately you want to get to a place where your team and your systems and your automations help you amplify that message, however that looks. So a lot of that was, you know, me setting it up first that I wasn't overwhelmed. There was not one moment that I felt overwhelmed in this launch. It almost felt so free and so easy that I'm, I thought to myself for a minute, am I doing enough? Is this is this it? Do I need to be doing any more? And every day we got enrollments, every day more and more people had signed up. And even now, as we are about to close the doors, I'm seeing enrollments and questions still coming and flowing in. So it also comes down to this, Michelle, and anyone else who this is for, you get to decide how difficult or how easy it gets to be in your business. There may be that short-term setup, but if you know what the long-term goal is and that you know every time you launch, you're making it a little bit easier for yourself, that's the one, like one step at a time that we're here to take. Shout out to Prina.Shah who asks, do you have a set formula or do you change it up each time for your launch? I do have a set formula that I teach inside of my membership and inside of my masterminds. Um, I have talked about it on the podcast before. There's three main steps that I take. And in these three steps, I really give myself a parameter to stick to. It's like your accountability buddy when you're launching. Everything I do is very strategic, but also everything I do is leaning into flow and knowing that the right message or the right timing will come through. And it's almost just giving myself a really, really big ring fence around how I can dance, how can I, how can I play, how can I invite energy and flow in within this certain ring fence? And then I get to move to the next paddock and I get to do that again. But every time I do that, it's moving closer and closer to my overall goal of having a really successful, focused and abundant launch. And also finally, shout out to Laivana. Uh, at Livana underscore, who asks, how do you combine strategy with intuition? When to focus on what? So one of the first, one of the first things that I wanted to talk about inside rituals in business was to really get yourself focused on you first, unblocking any inner child, limiting beliefs, past versions of ourselves that tell us that 
we can't do certain things or maybe even stories that we've been told in the past that don't quite let us fully sink into intuition. So our first module is all about the shadow work. The answer is in the shadow. And when we're talking about anything from an intuition perspective, it's about giving yourself full and free access to that intuitive frequency where you know regardless of how insane something sounds or out there and crazy something sounds, it is just a knowing that you are meant to be launching a certain thing, messaging a certain way, and it's uninterrupted. You just know that this is as clear as it is for you. And then off the back of that message, you apply the strategy over the top of. It's never the other way around for me. I don't do the strategy and then apply intuition over the top of it. That is like if you guys have had, you know, scones, I don't get those of you who put the cream on first and then the jam on top. I'm sorry. That just doesn't work for me. It's going to be the strawberry jam on the scone and then the dollop of cream on top. That's just how it is to me. It's like there's the intuition and then the dollop on top is the strategy. So, you know, it, it does come with practice. Like I've said with everybody inside of the course itself, it's it's a muscle that we are now exercising again. It's a muscle that we're strengthening and it's something that can take time. But knowing first of that answer of like what to focus on and when, I do so much downloading through my journaling. And if you do register for the free training called Into Remembrance, I talk about how I channel from the universe. I talk about how I have very specific instructions, which comes from my journaling, which comes from my meditation. So this free and easy and flowy launch, you know, how I want to wrap up this episode is you get to choose how easy it gets to be and you get to access all your beautiful spiritual tools, but you also have more than ever an ability to access your customers and an ability to access leads more than ever before. You know, like 10 years ago in business, it would have been so much harder to put something out there and to immediately receive feedback in the form of Facebook Lives, LinkedIn posts, survey monkeys, type forms. This is such an enriched time to capture data. So don't ever shy away from that side of things, but also knowing that the flow and the ease comes from tapping in to that intuition. And that intuition is a muscle that we get to develop. And in order to develop that muscle, we have to go back to our shadow, go back to our past self, see what is there that's sort of disrupting the frequency and the flow to accessing what source actually is here to tell us. And then always it's surrendering, having faith that the universe has got your back and always trusting in yourself first. Because if you're looking for that belief from anything else out there that's outside of you and your being, you start to lean on something that isn't going to feel fully safe and secure. The safety and the strong foundations come from within first. So I hope this episode has helped you see what a flowy and a freedom-based launch looks like. And, you know, I honestly... 
I'm so grateful for every single one of you who contributed to this launch, whether it's voting on what pictures you liked or voting on the topics that you wanted to hear me talk about, contributing in the comments section of my live streams, attending my lives and sharing it with the wider community. All of you played such a big part in helping me access source and helping me access my intuition in a much stronger way. And, you know, whether you know this or not, you've actually helped me you know, really get on that microphone and share my message in, you know, such a beautiful way and really helping me own my truth. So from my soul to yours, I want to say thank you. And I hope this has inspired you to find your own rhythm and your own rituals to help you access source when you're launching. So I hope to see more of you inside Rituals in Business. This is the last, this is the first and only time I'm going to be running Rituals in Business live. So if you do want to be a part of this live group energy. It is absolutely electric on the inside. Please do so with the links below. Otherwise, you will be able to access this course in the future as a self-study and as something that you can really dive into in your own soul time. Have an amazing day, everybody. And thank you so, so much for just, oh my gosh, being such a kick-ass community. Also, before I go, I wanted to say this. I announced the winner of the reviews challenge. So for those of you that left me a podcast review in the last month or so, you all went into the running to win a LinkedIn Brand Boss Academy ticket worth $1,997. And we announced the winner this week on Saturday morning. Congratulations to Ainsley Jeffrey, who is now inside of LinkedIn Brand Boss. We've set Ainsley up. She has everything that's ready to go. And honestly, for those of you that maybe a little bit bummed that you missed out, please know that I am so grateful for your review and that we'll be doing more of these competitions to maybe even win a ticket into rituals or a ticket into my membership, but definitely keep listening. And I love you all so, so much. And remember that you can absolutely own your hustle.